The Red Rum Theater, episode 67, Lethal Weapon. Welcome to the Red Rum Theater, where we watch movies, we love movies, we were raised by movies. We're your host, Ernesto Alaniz. And a very disappointed Antonio Marino. Disappointed? Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this podcast on a left turn really <laughs> fast, because right I'm, I'm so upset. So, for work, I'm in the truck, and I'm cruising. Today? Yes. Oh, I haven't heard the story yet. Well, you heard half of it. Ooh. And... When you get up around West Branch, a really good rock station comes in. Nice. 93.3. Okay. And it's a lot of 90s. Okay. But they play a lot of like kind of new, new metal type stuff. So, today I hear Five Finger Death Punch's version of an awesome Offspring song called Gone Away. And it's the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. That band is the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> they're the band. They're the band that covers bad companies, bad company. What? Yeah, death, five finger death punch. It's like, a cool name of a band. Listen, what a five finger say to the face? <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Okay, okay. rant over. Worst band. Okay, rant. All right. Over. Every I heard. I heard a terrible uh, cover today. I was. Who did it? It sounded like a reggae. Like it was, it oh. was brown eyed girl. I was, I was in Toys R Us. It was way too like happified. It was hippified. awful, dude. The song, Van Morrison's song is you legendary. You can't mess with that. Dude, didn't uh, even Buffett had an awesome brown eyed girl. You gotta leave you leave the melody intact. You just gotta add a little of your flair. You don't change the song, man. Oh, okay. Probably Jack Johnson or something. Every week we look at one of the movies that brings us up. That's why that movie raises right and raises wrong. Today we talk about the movie Lethal Weapon. How it taught us to shave and how to lose our temper like a psycho. Well, you said Lethal Weapon. We're doing the entire saga. We're doing Lethal Weapon 1 through 4. This is, we're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it. Okay, so doing it and doing it well. Before we go into the weapon, though, we have to talk about the movies we're watching. We've gone to a monthly format. I want to give you a little bit of a... Behind the scenes. want to give you a double dose of the Red Rum. Yes. Remember <laughs> Upgrade? Because a double dose of that. <laughs> that high-action pimping. Remember that? Oh, on um, Idiocracy? <laughs> upgrade. I don't know. Upgrade. He might be here. <laughs> I was waiting for Upgrade to show up the whole movie. <laughs> If they do it a sequel, Upgrade's going to be in it, dude. Oh, dude. Oh, so in the future, Upgrade is upgrade with double D at the end. And uh, <laughs> it's a double D for a double dose. <laughs> <laughs> when they go to the future, looks up his name. And there's like 100,000 people with that name with a double D at the end. <laughs> it's such a funny gag, dude. But, um... You know, about 20 years, that ain't a gag. <laughs> I understand, dude. Um, if The Rock becomes our president, it's... It's, it's, it's idiocracy. It's President Camacho. Uh, actually, I was supposed to be in the line that's leaving prison. <laughs> Getting your Lord stupid. <laughs> but, uh, and that's what plants crave. <laughs> brought to you by Carl's Jr. <laughs> <laughs> I love those commercials. 
commercials. I was driving by. I was down south somewhere. I think I was in um, I think I was in the Carolinas, and there's a Carl's. I started laughing. I'm like, I didn't know there was a little restaurant. And so, dude, dude, Carl's and Carl's Jr. Jr. I didn't like know checkers that. And rallies, bro. I didn't realize that, dude. Um, I used to always think like, man, rallies is way better than checkers. And then the same. You're so <laughs> stupid, dude. I man, they try to steal their fried recipe and everything, <laughs> man. They ain't as good though. <laughs> so, too bad. I, tell, I will tell you this: rallies is making a go at wings, worst wings ever. <gasps> dude, you gotta be careful, man. Dude, gross. Okay, so. Every week we watch movies. We, 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 I don't watch a lot of TV. I watch movies, too. That's what I movies. watch. Movies. This week uh, I watched, we watched together, we watched this week Black Panther. Wow. First of wow. all, this movie is wrecking the world, box office sales. Um, I, I, this, is the way, this is the way it is. The way black people feel watching this movie is the way we felt watching Coco. Exactly. You, you feel like this is my people. First of all. My experience. Visually stunning, just like Coco. But it was brought to life stunning. Yes. And beautiful movie. And what's crazy is the the villain, it's it, listen, some people say Michael B. Jordan is is, is like he thinks there's Joker. It's not no it's not about the acting, it's about the story of his story arc is incredible. As crazy and sick as he is, you sympathize with him. The more you learn about him, the more you're with him. And if you raise in the streets, you're with them all the way. Oh, my goodness, dude. The scenes with him and his dad. Oh. And I didn't catch at all. Okay. We'll pull it back. Let's pull it back. Okay. You don't haven't seen it. Too much. Don't we don't want to spoil this movie for you. But here's the thing. I really enjoyed it, man. I was in a theater. I was in a theater with a black grandfather, the son, and the grandson. And together, watching the movie together. I've never seen that in a movie theater. That, 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 that a generational black family going to theater together to enjoy a film. I was, I was moved by that. So I'm just saying, great film. I'm glad they get a buttload of money. If you've not seen it, it's worth seeing. It's a great adventure story. It does good. It, as a, a Black Panther fan from the comics, they do the character justice. They make Wakanda come to life. Dude, it, when, like, Certain scenes happen, you literally feel like you're in Neverland. Dude, not just Guardians of the Galaxy has Marvel built a whole universe around a character like this. Like this movie, Black Panther is almost like a. It's not even about just the Black Panther. It's, it's really a um, like a ensemble film because there's so many great characters. Like you got. Oh, I want you know, no spoilers on this L- one. Listen, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. Get off your ass. You, 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 this is a movie you have to see on the big screen. You have to it's see a big screen, screen movie. It really is. Okay. Joe, love it. You're so crazy. Okay. Our next movie is we go into the horror corner with Tony. Okay, so I play in an awesome band, which you guys all know about. But tell us the name. Smells Like Flannel. They have a Facebook page. They Check play on Facebook. Pontiac in the Flint areas. They're great. Um, so... My guitar player, Drew, is a man who loves horror. Which How much? Tell me. What do you mean loves horror? What are we okay, talking that, about? That's, that's the first thing we really bonded on was we just talk horror movies. Legit. Love horror. But okay. he, um, he'll either, almost every practice, he will either let me borrow a DVD or tell me about one to watch. So, kind of ashamed of myself. I'm catching up on the older stuff now. Um, I've never seen The Wicker Man. Uh, 1975 Wicker Man. Yes, but he gave me yeah. 
the old and the new DVDs. Oh, shoot. He said, watch them both. And he told me, watch the first one. First. First. Watch the old one first. So, never seen it. Didn't even know much about the movie. Right. But the more I read about it, I realized it's a cult, not only a cult classic, but this is like a like a revolutionary horror movie. Like, it's um, very cultish, um, weird, but for 1975, it is so awesome. Like, it is... It builds tension well. Dude, I'm telling you, the whole movie's tension, man. I love it. But it was... So, well, Wicker Man, 1975. If you haven't watched it, watch it. And what if someone has seen the Nick Cage newer version? I'm sorry. That Wicker Man that was remade in our in our day and age, it's literally... It's in every... They changed the whole story. Every list you see with Nicolas Cage, bad actors, or just overacting... It's a scene wicker man. See when he punches that girl in the face. It's, 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 it's comical. I, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> that part was actually awesome. That was like the savior of the movie. <laughs> Why? He just, that douche. He just hits her, dude. <laughs> he kicks one. He, oh, what's that one girl's name that was in Joyride? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lily Sobieski. He like karate <laughs> kicks her across this thing in cabin. I'm like, don't go. I'm like, finally, Nick Cage, <laughs> you come alive. But original Wicker Man, incredible. Blows it away. Oh, man. Okay. Christopher Lee, bro. Horror there, legend. There you go. This week, I also watched, I flew to Florida and back this week. So on the plane, I watched me some Uncle Buck action. Oh. Downloaded on my iPad. Which is funny because two weeks ago, I, or no, last week, I watched the whole thing on. Uh, Dude, first of all, I forget how much I miss John Candy. He's a he's a stinking le- he's a legend. I mean, my th- the favorite the, the, the scene in the movie where he's like on the phone with this girl, and what he he's just like uh, he's just like he's always just had an excuse why he doesn't come work for her. right. And she he had a real something real happened. Even the night before, he's like, I can't even think of an excuse. I can't even think of an excuse not to come to work. <laughs> then his brother calls him in the middle of the night, needs his help, dude. The best is the the brother his his sister in law is just like. This is the last resort. Like, this is who we got to call to. <laughs> I feel like I'm Uncle Buck, dude. <laughs> if you notice Uncle Buck, it basically... Dude, first of all, that house up in suburban Chicago... When he finds the fixture for the wedding, and he's looking at it, oh. and he pulls it out of the frame, and he flips the... He's in the picture, and she, like, bends him out of the frame. That's brutal, dude. That's brutal. He's like, look, oh, this is so precious. What the <laughs> But Uncle Buck, I was on a plane, and I literally laughed out loud a few times. It's a, it's a great John Candy film. It's a John Hughes early movie. Dude, it's a classic. It takes place right down the street from the Home Alone movie. You see the houses are right in the same neighborhood. They look the same. The neighborhood looks the same. Um, but I uh, loved it, liked it, worth His the watch. car, dude. Oh, dude, man. that thing was... Dude, the way the back just... Bought, my, my, my first van... Bought for a dollar. Oh, yeah, you had no shocks. Did the thing just bounce? You were down the highway. The van just just bounced on the back tires. A matter of fact, now that I think about it, how the hell did you take that on the highway, dude? I don't. Know. You got some faith, bro. <laughs> okay, and you have one more horror movie for us, and this one's something something sweet. Yes. Don't. Yes. Is this okay. a Netflix original or no? Ne- uh, I, as far as I know, yeah, because the only thing I've ever seen the main guy in is an episode of Black Mirror. Okay. Um, the one with John Hamm, actually my favorite Black Mirror episode. But this movie, The Ritual, I will tell you this, though. 
I'm not going to spoil anything. But it is like so good and it's the tension builds and there's kind of a little bit of disappointment. Really? Like kind of like in the second uh, video for it, it's like so good and then you see the monster and it's like, damn. It's stronger when you don't know, you don't have Yeah, yeah, yeah. The mystery of it was incredible. Okay. But isn't it based on like an old Norse legend? It's, it's got to be, dude, because it's in Sweden. And then yeah, the, it's based on old, an old Norse, yeah, Norse it, legend. It's, it's um, which is funny because also there is also a scene where he punches an old lady, and it's <laughs> like awesome. <laughs> She's sick though. She's a cult. Like it's, but um, it's a movie that takes place in the woods, and I cannot handle that because if there's one thing that my Mexican self will not do, I will not go in the woods and sleep. Because, yeah, I might as well be going to the ocean and go to sleep. It's a world I don't understand. I have no business being there. I'm, I'm not um, of that mindset to where man conquers everything. Shayet. I love man versus nature films because it's so outside of my element. Well, yeah, because I ain't going to be going and like doing the that. The Edge, I love that movie. Dude, I can watch those kind of movies because I ain't going to be doing that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I know there's no worry about that. Just like um, stinking Wicker Man. I ain't going to no island with a bunch of stinking people. The movie's sick, bro, but it's awesome. But Rituals, watch it. It's on Netflix. It's awesome. Listen, I, I, mean, I watched the beginning because I wanted Tony to- the, I watched the trailer, and the trailer gives up the, way, the, the basic plot. But the plot of the movie is you got a group of friends, five guys. Burgers and fries. Five guys are bros, and they go out. Have they drinks. they do a trip. They do an annual trip together. They meet to discuss the trip. They meet to discuss where they're going. And you can already tell one of them is an asshole. Yeah, always riding the boys, and then one of them is the like the leader, amazing guy, like the guy that everybody wishes they were, the alpha dog. Yeah, he's the one that like he leads the you know he's a, a husband, a dad, awesome guy. Keep going, Steakin. After drinks, everyone's gonna go home because everyone's got lives. Yeah, they got lives and wives and yeah. kids. But one guy doesn't want to go. He wants to go drink some more. Yeah, he wants to go. You know, go, go to the liquor store, get a bottle, keep go the hang night out. going. Yeah. yeah. So he's gonna go alone. He's like, "Come on, you go with me? Go with me?" So of course, the Apple Dog, who's the man? I, I can't let my boy hang in, so he goes with them. Yep. They go to the liquor store. And they walk into the middle of a stinking robbery. It's horrible, too. And you see, it plays out that the Alpha Dog gets killed in the, during the robbery. And the a-hole hides, and his boy dies. He ducks behind a stinking uh, aisle and leaves his boy out there by himself. And his boy, being the awesome guy he is, just takes it on him. He just—he doesn't. It, dude, it, it's a brutal it's scene. Horrible, to him. dude. And then, so the movie spins off of that, and they go and do what he wanted to do the camping trip. They do the tri- his trip he wanted in his honor. And so you had this crazy undercurrent you of relational see, strife. You didn't see when they call him out, did you? No. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> but, but like, you, like, pretty much the dude uh, punks out, hides from the stinking robbers, and his buddy gets killed because of it. And so they go out, and of course they run into. And you can say what you want about well, you you weren't in his position, you might not have done nothing. Well, you might not know me, fool. Yeah, I was thinking of this other day, like. Uh, the Parkland. If you th- grow up like me and Ernesto, uh, 
we live for that moment. <laughs> like that's like what we our whole life was getting ready Listen, for. People talking because I don't know if the story is true, but it seems as though the that deputy at the, in Parkland in a, oh, did go in with it. Word around the campfires is more than one, but so, we don't know. Yeah. Who knows? So that's your job. That's you're thinking. Like, if I'm there, and there's a gunman and I'm unarmed, that's a hard decision to make. Because my thoughts are going to be immediately wife, kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got very little chance of doing anything because me versus AR-15 with no weapon. Um, so, but part of me wonders, could I help? Like it's it's a, it's, I, I can't say I would be a hero because I. It, if you talk trash, you've never been there. Yeah, but the difference is you would have had a gun. True. You had a gun, dude. It's, it's all she wrote, son. If, there's, if I have a gun and there's kids in danger, why the crap would I not? But anyways, okay, so the ritual, that opening scene, though. It's brutal. I want to watch this. I, want, I, I, I was so good. I want to watch this movie. I'm like, I, I want you to watch that movie, I'm dude. I'm scared, dude. You it's know. so good. It's scary, isn't it? Oh, man, dude. <laughs> what, they, they find a cabin, bro, and they got to sleep in there, dude? Dude, I, I... Okay. Holy hell, the cabin scene is like... And the, and the monster makes them have visions. Dude, first of all, I love monster movies. So do I. You're watching one of the best ones of all right now. Dang it, dude. I, I'm scared. How far along are you? I, I turn off after the sequel, after he gets, after, after the, the. No, no, I'm talking about Ash vs. Evil Dead. How far into that are oh, you? I'm just one episode in. And it's incredible. I loved it. <laughs> but Angie doesn't want to watch it, so I can't watch it with her, so it's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, she can't watch that shit. <laughs> no, dude. So those are some movies. If you need some movies to watch, there's some free ones from us, most on Netflix, too, which is pretty sweet for you. Okay. Now, let's get into our movie of the month. The Lethal Weapon Saga, all currently on Netflix right now. All four of them on Netflix today. I watched all four of them in a week. I, I did two. I did the same thing, man. I haven't seen this movie. How long have you seen this movie, dude? Two Wong Fu. Thank you for everything. I haven't seen it forever. <laughs> and we, we didn't even know we were going to do it. We just no. started watching them because they're so badass. You told me you were awesome. Like, I'm going to give them a watch. And I just I got in there and yeah. watched them. Now, the first movie released is on March 6th. 1987, okay? Which we remember very well because it's, it starts out Christmas. Watches on HBO when it comes out like a year we later. Had it taped. We taped it. We taped it. We watched it all the time. Watched, dude, this, that opening musical number, I'm going to forget it, dude. It, it's weird because like Die Hard 3, it's so, it seems so nice and all of a sudden it just... With the music and yeah, yeah. It's ha and also that happy music chaos is paired up with a terrible scene. Um, but 83% Rotten Tomatoes. What's crazy is part one and two with an 83%, then 57 for three and 52 for part four. It just, just, just drops big time uh, down there. That sucks. Three well, was dope. It was, I think three was okay. My order is one, three, two, four. My order is one, two, three, four. So it was Angie's. Like, you guys are crazy. <laughs> Diplomatic immunity. Skagadoosh. <laughs> <laughs> now, this movie. He's like, man, I can send my kid to college with what I got in my hand. He's like, why don't you? <laughs> take it. You deserve it. You can't take it. Now, directed by Richard Donner. This guy is a, a shooter. Donner. We're talking Goonies. I mean, we're talking Dick Donner, bro. Scrooged, Maverick, conspiracy theory. Which, Too bad Maverick 
is awesome. Dude, wait, he's got an infatuation with Mel Gibson or what? Apparently those who work together a lot. Uh, that's the Mel Gibson, Julia Roberts, right? Conspiracy? Conspiracy? Yes. How badass in, in is that In my opinion, movie? that's one of Mel Gibson's best roles ever well, Yeah, because he, he plays a guy who you even think is crazy, and you realize the dude is knows what he's talking about. It's, dude, that movie's so good. It's like good. Jesus's dream come true, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good movie, man. Oh, man. And he's like an innocent. He's like an innocent you feel story. bad for yeah. him, dude. Donner's made some good movies, though. I, I, and this, this movie, he's four. When he ends it, he ends it like straight up like a goodbye love letter. Like the is, last, the, the credits are him and the crew, him and the cast, all the writers. Well, he makes sure and ends it by saying, "No, we're not friends. We're family." Right, very much so. Mm-hmm. It's kind of almost like a Fast and Furious. For Fast and Furious was a thing, you know, like the, the whole cast together. They knew it was the last one. You know, somebody brought a monkey because the monkey knocked over the saddlebar. <laughs> Dude, I, I've been practicing that line in the car because I stutter so bad. I want to be able to say it. That's a tongue twister, dude. Well, not really, but... Someone brought a monkey because the monkey knocked over the salad bar. Like, I, I got to say it slower because it's, it's so funny in the movie, too. It's, it, it's like, what the f***? Because <laughs> 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 you're lost in the movie. You know, it's if you throw it out that? outside normal life, people are like, what the crap are you yeah. talking about? It's how great. funny is he's like, that, that, don't let the earring fool you. <laughs> so... Um, this movie nominated for first of all, it's written written part one and two written by Shane Black. Shane Black becomes a director later on and directs Iron Man Three, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, and Nice Guys, and he writes um, L.A. Confidential. Damn! You notice in his movies though, he always puts movies around Christmas. Every movie he writes. Uh, Iron Man Three, Christmas. Baby, L.A. Confidential is so dope, dude. Oh man, the the way he is with women beaters, dude. Holy oh, crap! Um, That's a stellar cast right it's there. Stellar. Nominated. For, this movie's nominated for best sound and loses for. And it's it's an Oscar nominated film. The other one is loses to the Last Emperor. Boo! What's that? Exactly. Sometimes there's a movie that wins the Oscar, and it wins like every Oscar, and then disappears. This is one of those movies that it's going to be the great, and it's just who's in that? Nobody's, dude. Probably somebody I don't know, but it sucks, dude. Uh, but you know what else nominated for sound that year? Nominated for sound, also RoboCop, which deserved sound uh, editing. Because did you notice this movie? Uh, Loaded Weapon One had a RoboCop scene in it. A RoboCop scene? Yeah. No. When he shows up and Dennis Miller or uh, Dennis Leary is singing with the girls, and Shatner walks in, says how oh, he's been irresponsible. It completely. That's the RoboCop scene when he shoots the guy's legs, and then the girls are like, "Oh, I'll call you later." <laughs> That's completely. That's the RoboCop Robo- scene, bro. Dude, Leary's. I mean, when I start off, I'm like, "What is happening?" Um, and Denise Richards sitting back there, or not Denise Richards. Uh, Kathy Ireland, dude, jeez. But, um... I can't believe you made me watch that movie. But, um... The basic plot of the first movie is a cop is in retirement, gets teamed up with a burnout cop that no one wants to partner with. That's basically, that's basically what he got. Suicidal style. And these two end up becoming brothers. And this is, this is one of the top, the creme de la creme oh, it's, buddy cop it's films. up there, dude. This, this, their chemistry is so strong, it lasts four movies, dude. Four movies of just fleshing out their relationship. 
And it starts out the, the, the way they meet, dude. It's great. Gone! And just, it's great. Like, from that one Cigarette! S- <laughs> <laughs> that one scene, you know a lot about both characters. Um, Riggs is fast, he's strong, he's young. Murtaugh is thinking old, old school. Old school wears a suit every you know, day. Yep. It's very much, you see their worlds put side by side. And they are not friends. They don't trust one another, and they're not friends for a while. How funny was that when uh, Murtaugh was just talking, and, and uh, Mel Gibson's like, he asked him something, and he's like, uh, I'm ta- I'm ta- you're talking to a dead man. You're talking to a dead man. What you want to know? Why are you talking to me? I'm, the, I'm the talking to a dead man. <laughs> like he's like, he's so pissed off that he's got to work with this guy because he's like, I'm retiring. Like, what the crap? And it, that, like, that movie starts out, it's his 50th birthday, isn't it? Yes. And he, he's just, he's just an, like on his way out. And Mel Gibson's y- way younger. Oh, man. It's just the, the, um, the sequences between the two are unbelievable. I'm going to highlight the best scenes of each film in a few minutes. Now, the cast. Talking to a dead man. What are you doing? <laughs> the cast is stellar. First, you have his, his Murtaugh, you have Danny Glover. What are some of your favorite Danny Glover roles, dude? Because I'm me, badass two, badasses, and badass three, badasses in the bayou. <laughs> Danny Glover, Danny Trejo together, dude. Are those worth seeing? What? Are they, are they really? Like- they are so great. It's just two old timers showing you why today's generation are a bunch of punks, dude. They're just old school badass dudes. They, it's called BA2. It's called badass. And part two is called badass two badasses. <laughs> part three is called badasses in the bayou. And I've watched them all. <laughs> and they are badass. <laughs> There's a reason they're called badass, dude. Dude, that's out of control. It's just so good, dude. They're so good, dude. Personally, one of my favorite. Um, You're going to be all like, color purple. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I know it's not, he's not a major role, but I loved him in Tenenbaums. <gasps> he, he, he was amazing. Even that little scene when he put his glasses on and it catches the tie. Yes, he pulls it's the tie so, up to read the contract. Dude, it's, and he's so sweet with oh. her, dude. And dude, Gene Hackman's Cold such a... train. Dude, he calls, <laughs> he calls a train, dude. <laughs> dude, I forgot. And that she's so racist to him, dude. Oh, man. And Danny Glover's just like, you see, he's pissed, dude. He is angry. He, what does he go? He goes... He goes, you know, I just want to say to you now before we go into this thing that uh, it really hurt me if, I, if, if, if you didn't forgive me. He goes, you know, I don't hate you. I just think you're kind of a son of a bee. Uh, he, 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 I don't think you're an a-hole. You're just kind of a son of a bee. He goes, it means a lot to me. Thanks for saying that. <laughs> well, even that little scene with him and his son at the wedding. It's so awesome, dude. dude. Danny Glover, it's, it's crazy how much I can do in a scene. Um, Wes Anderson could do in a scene. Oh, don't even. I know. I can't even talk about that scene, dude. Um, But I love Glover. Any other Glover movies you love? If you want to talk about acting wise, have you seen The Color Purple? It's unbelievable. Brutal. I've only seen it once. I don't know if I wrote it. She goes to cut his throat, dude. And he. Dude, look at his face. He knows he's an inch from death, dude. And he knows he's got it coming, too. He's a hell of an actor. He is old. old. What's crazy is Denny Glover got in the shoes of Arnold Schwarzenegger 
to fight the Predator in Predator Part oh. 2. I don't know how I feel about that one. <laughs> how does that even work? I don't know, dude. That's like casting Tyler Perry in that action movie. <laughs> That's dude, Medea, fool. Dude, sneaking, um, but, uh, but Bill um, Paxton's in it. He's awesome and everything. He gets a spinal corrupt out in that movie, though. Is that Paxton that gets that? Yeah. He's, in the subway scene with all the gangbangers, that was crazy. The, the Predator's in the subway car with everybody. He's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody. Um, Predator 2 is probably the weakest of the Predator films, outside of AVP, of course. Um, what's the one with Adrian Brody? Predators. That's badass. It was awesome. Yeah, I think that... Um, oh, there, there was a uh, Danny Glover movie. It was him and... Um, Switchback. You ever see Switchback? I, is that Dennis Quaid? Yeah. What was that about? Oh, it's about Dennis Quaid is a um, like a detective, and oh, Gone Fishing was badass too. What's Gone Fishing? Him and Joe Pesci. I've never seen that one. Oh my goodness, that is funny. But um, isn't he in Pure Luck? Isn't that Danny Glover? Yeah, him and uh, Martin Short. He's got a couple comedies under his He's belt. He's got some movies. He's got some movies. But um, the cookout that was whack. Um. He's uh, Dennis Quaid is a detective whose son gets kidnapped. I hate that furnace. Yeah, the furnace. But so the whole movie, he's essentially still looking for his son, and there's a whole another story happening with Danny Glover. He's he picks up um, Jared Leto as a hitchhiker. Well, yeah, uh, it's it's very weird. So there's two stories happening simultaneously. Okay. And you're wondering, what does one have to do with the other? Danny Glover is the guy who kidnapped the son. Oh. But he's alive. So there was a whole thing with Dennis Quaid and Danny Glover. And that ends up coming, like, wrapping up. To, it's, it's, it's actually a fucking awesome movie. I, it sounds it's great. It's a very awesome movie. Like, there's some scenes in that movie that are, like, like, like you think... Danny Glover's a psycho, but then you're like, no, 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 he's the man. He's he's helping Jared Leto saves his life. He's the man. But then you kind of start realizing, no shit, he's a psycho. Like, <laughs> it's awesome. It takes you on a twist and turns. I, I mean, the acting's kind of like okay, but notice how um, Switchback didn't come up on didn't didn't save Dennis <laughs> Quaid with us. Sorry, Dennis Quaid. Um, you have Glover, who's who's great in this role. He's great, dude. Murtaugh the is, best bromance I've ever seen in my life. And man. we'll get some more bromance in a little bit here. Now, then you got Mel Gibson as, as Riggs. This is one of his quintessential roles. This is, he is the sole reason why me and you say, if you want to be a great actor in our book, you have to be able to cry. You do. And he can, boy. You want to see him cry? You watch Science, fool. What? <laughs> like that, dude. That, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Even the, the small scene that he shares with M. Night is like, holy shit! Dude, Mel Gibson, I know people are mad. Like, listen, Whatever. Listen, listen. It doesn't take away from his Alec Confidential. Alec Confidential with Kevin Spacey. Is that, Kevin Spacey's role in the movie is incredible. You're not going to take I, away from his abilities. I mean, Verbal Kent is still going to be a, a character in a movie I will love forever. Mm. He might... Crazy, psycho, terrible person, okay? It's Hollywood, man. They're all crazy. But man, could that fool act. Dude, oh my goodness. He's got even payback. 
Like the dude has roles Payback that was blow so your good. mind. That's like like Sly. Get Carter. Insane, dude. Get Carter had a scene. Mickey Rourke. When she tells him on the roof what happened, and she's crying, and he's just there, just absorbing it. It's brutal. <sighs> that movie. It, I know it's just a movie, but it really got me, dude. That movie, dude. This is why we do the podcast. <laughs> movies get us. That's why we're here. I, 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 movies move me. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I wish I had my thing with sound effects so I could have played the movies thing. <laughs> <laughs> movies move me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Zach Davis will love that. <laughs> you mean movie yeah. from... Um, movies from Stink and Jane Silent Bob? <laughs> Remember they walk in and the thing uh, moves and they look at each other and they go, Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I'm glad Kevin Smith's doing good. I'm glad he dude, he had a Widowmaker heart attack. Yeah, he did. That's f***ed up. Widowmaker, dude. They call, they call that, 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 that artery a Widowmaker because it gets full you don't know and it kills you. Dude, he's he's big, dude. He's pushing. Too bad he's lost a ton of weight. What are you talking he about? He is nowhere near his biggest right now. He was like at 420, wasn't he? Yeah, man. 420, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, but he looks way better than he used to. I didn't know he lost a little weight. I mean, how many years of that damage? I, I feel it, dude. Well, no shit. I'm I was out of breath when we came up the elevator, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, dude. Dude, you know you're big. Oh, I feel I, You know you're big when you're sitting down, you buckle into the thing, you're chilling. Your, your, your trip's going to start. <laughs> dude, this comes up. Excuse me, sir, you need a lap extender? I'm like, no, you don't be. <laughs> You didn't hear the click, bitch. <laughs> hey, I ain't trying to pull down the fucking train, bitch. <laughs> Why don't we talk about my dead dog, you bitch? <laughs> Looking around like, no, no, I don't need nothing well, like that. Oh, you're hilarious. <laughs> we know each other. <laughs> oh, shit, <dude. laughs> Like today, dude. I go to stink and deliver a load. I'm in Gaylord, and I walk back because there's already a truck getting unloaded, and I walk back to give the guy the paperwork. They're just having a conversation about this other guy that works with them, who's apparently, like, huge. <laughs> <laughs> so I go back there, and I'm just standing there because I've delivered there a few times. Right. I never met this asshole before in my life, and he goes, I mean, he makes this dude look petite. And I go, well, f*** you very much. <laughs> I'm like, damn, I just, I mean, that's my first delivery, fool, what the hell? Oh, my God, dude. Oh, shoot. What, what an dude. asshole. My stomach hurts laughing too much. Um, but Gibson in these movies. Gibson is fantastic. Oh, man. And, man. So, he, where were we at? So, Gibson... Wild died, great actor. What? Gibson can burn the world down. There are some scenes we, we're gonna get. There's some all the scenes we picked basically are great bromance scenes we've chosen. They all are. Because there's some real heart in these action films. It, part two is all of them. Is there some mindless action? Of course. It's fantastically fun. But man, is there some heart in these in these movies. Big time heart. And yet, is there, is there dumb crap in it? Yes, but man, is there some fun stuff too. Uh, now, a Gibson, I mean, he's got payback. Ransom is incredible. Uh, I even like get the gringo. Like, like, I like Gibson. That was badass. 
I love signs. Don't get me started. Dude, even his his dramatic. Remember Forever Young and uh, remember when he fights that guy that's beating on Jamie Lee Curtis? I, and he does the '30s boxing style, and the guy's like, "Whoop, <laughs> dude!" He does take him with that boxing style, though. That he does he put your dukes well, up. He, he, what, he, what, what do you do with that boxing style? Is you utilize your reach. Yes, and and um, it's very old school, so it's not um, like the correct way to do things. But what you're doing is you're putting your shoulder in front of your chin. And so your left is sitting way out there. And, and when you, when, if you're a left-hand lead, which means your right hand strong, you're pointing your left shoulder at the guy. So you're, you're pegging him with jabs. So when you throw your right, that's where all your power is coming from. Right. So he's just sitting out there like and the dude's a sitting duck. This is like, bink, 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 bink. Badass, dude. That scene is incredible. Elijah Woods in that one, dude. That's yeah. a good movie. That's a badass movie. So is that kid from Leprechaun. He ain't done shit. He is in that movie. Um, so Gibson, I've always loved him. I know he's a piece of crap. What are you going to do? Now listen, also in this little episode oh, you, didn't even, you didn't even talk about Braveheart. Braveheart, it's hard to know what movie made him. He has, Mike has had so many movies that make his career. Braveheart's one of them. Braveheart's a movie. Patriot wasn't the best, but there were some scenes in it. That were Patriot insane. has some acting scenes. Are I even thought What Women Want was awesome. It was funny, dude. It was pretty funny. I seen bad, did you see The Beaver? I didn't. I Uncomfortable wanted... McGee, dude. It's, it's, it's a, a good movie, though. Real dramatic, like, dramedy. Okay, a dramedy film. Yeah. Like, oh, man. Um, then you have Mrs. Murtaugh is actually Darlene Love, who's a famous Motown singer. She's on a documentary about background, uh, background singers, and she sings the song, Christmas Baby, Please Come Home. That's her, and she makes a living off that one single that she sung and makes money off it forever, residuals forever. Remember that Baby, Please Come Home, you got a song? Christmas, Baby, Please Come Home? It's cold outside? No, no, no. Oh, that's the duet. Baby, it's cold outside. Yeah, <laughs> then you have, in part two, Joe Pesci joins the team. Which could have been a one and done, but is a staple for this movie. It becomes a thing. And I love they add Joe Pesci in two, and they add Renee in three, and keep them. And that's it mm. adds it makes the family bigger. I like yeah. they make the world bigger like that. You know what I'm adds saying? Adds the spices. And what's great is even the small characters stay the same characters, which is very important for me. Like I did not like I don't like when they change characters out in the movie uh, universes or franchises. Like when they changed out the girl from Batman, Batman uh, from Begins to Dark Knight, they go from Katie Holmes to Jet Gyllenhaal. Yeah. It messed, I was confused. It was just, I didn't know it was the same girl. Um, you know what was one of the worst ones ever in history was? What? When they changed Uncle Vi or Aunt Vivian's in Fresh Prince. Come on. It became Darlene Love and that. Huh? That was Murtaugh's wife. Who? The new, the new Aunt Viv, wasn't it? No. Are you sure? Heck no. It was a tall, skinny girl first, right? Yeah, and very dark complected. Then it goes to a then lighter. Then it was a shorter, light-skinned girl. Wasn't was that the same girl and Martyr's no. wife? No. Are you sure, dude? No, I'm positive. Okay. Look it up on your thing, dude. I'm looking up Gibson movies on my thing right now. Okay. I guarantee you it's not. Joe cool. Pesci has a he can go he can go from comedy to crazy drama. He's got a pretty <gasps> You know what he was in that I totally forgot he was in? What? He's at the very end of a Bronx tale at the funeral. Yes, he That's is crazy. Yes, that she scene is. is amazing. Pesci, I even like Pesci in that scene. Stickers commercial he did a few years ago. 
Amazing. <laughs> Did you ever see when Joe He's Pesci... He's like, what? You model? You can't talk to guys like us? What do you model? Gloves? <laughs> dude, it's... Zing! I forgot about He's that. a dog, dude. He's all getting mad. They give him the candy. He's like, oh, sorry. What do you model? Gloves? <laughs> dude, that's a dirty <laughs> dog, dude. Dirty dog. Gloves. Uh, dude, Pesci, he... Man, you hear Scorsese's making... A gangster flick for Netflix? Yeah, with all of them. And did you see how old they are now? <sighs> it looks like tough guys. <laughs> um, Pesci, Goodfellas, Home Alone, The Super, My Cousin Vinny. The Super. Oh, My Cousin Vinny, dude. Oh. My Cousin Vinny. You cracked the case! <laughs> Me in the shower! <laughs> dude, how does Marissa Tomei look even better now than she did? Dude, Oh, yeah, like you blend. Dude, it's so funny, dude. Oh, the two Utes. Oh, I'm sorry. You, this, uh. <laughs> he walks in with that stinking suit on. He's like, I'm wearing this ridiculous thing for you. It's <laughs> so funny, dude. I can't believe that's Ralph Macchio. I can't believe it. Cobra Kai. He's I'm watching it. I'm watching the shit out of it. They look old, dude. They are old, dude. They're in their 50s, bro. I'm saying they didn't age awesomely. Some guys age like wine. They didn't, they're not those, those Listen, guys. Listen, did you, have you seen Benjamin Bratt nowadays? He's, he looks great. Incredible. I can't believe he was sticking Ernesto uh, De La Cruz. That's what I'm saying, because you see him promoting the movie. He's a dog in that movie, dude. Dude, he's, has my name too. I'm like, oh, shoot. It's too bad your son's like, Ernesto. Because <laughs> you know what's crazy about that movie? Coco, he's never seen his name in a movie before. Ever. And also there's a movie where someone kept their name. And he's like, wow, my name is exists in the world. I, yeah. That's big. For, it's kind of like my sister-in-law said so when she saw Wonder Woman, she got teary-eyed just seeing a woman portrayed strongly like that as the main character, as a lead, not the damsel in distress. And I, I hear it's a badass movie. You've seen Wonder Woman? No. It's legit. It's really good. <clears throat> Black Panther good? I'd say yes. Dang, Gina. Did Lena see it? Me and Lena are going to watch it together okay. soon. Um, so, Renee Russo is in the four, uh, third one. She joins the team. She's good. She's had some good movies under her belt. Yeah, she's a good actress. The, like um, Thomas Crown. <laughs> da 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 da. Dude, Ditch Shorty. Oh my goodness, she is great in that Scream Queen. Dude. Slime creatures. <laughs> slime creatures two or whatever. Because um, Travolta's like a movie buff, dude. He's got a pink toilet. <laughs> um, dude, in the line of fire with, with did were they did they hook up in that movie? Did Clinton her love interest? That's kind of out of out of whack because she he was like eighty, and she's like forty. I don't know. She plays a partner, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Malkovich shoots her. Malkovich, too bad. Malkovich made that wooden gun. That was crazy. That was all. You see him. Just, Hollywood's amazing because in that movie, Malkovich looks tiny, and then you watch thinking. Mice and Men. Oh my goodness! Looks huge, man. It's like it's like Michael Clark Duncan in the Green Mile, dude. Okay, let's break down some great scenes. We'll go, we'll go for every movie. We're doing one great scene from each movie. Okay, we'll begin from part one. We're gonna do one each. Sure, Tony, take take scene one, movie one, scene one. What do you got? Um, you go first. Okay, Stinking early in the movie, they go off on their own. They have a student suicide attempt. 
Gibson goes on. It's, it's a, I was a kid. I remember laughing. It was so because he just he's a crazy man. Gets pushed. Jumps off the building with the guy. It's a it's it's he, a classic when scene. He calls him crazy is when he flips. <laughs> you want to jump? You want to jump? Like he just and they jump off the building. He's being super cool with him at first. And uh, as kids, we always wanted to jump onto that thing. Yes. And Glover is furious. He's like, "How amazing was that whole sequence with those two? So you walk in, Get over it! He's pissed. He's Get so over it! They go and he slams the door, but the door's it's not is not a uh, fix, so he just slams right yeah, through and then, and then, his oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great, but he's yelling at him like he's like, "Do you want to die? Do you?" He's just yelling at him, and then he starts screaming. And Gibson lets him like, yeah, I want to What die. do you want to hear, man? That I got one picked out. I got to I, I gotta talk myself out of it every day. You're like, oh. And he's Murtaugh, like, you ain't just trying to get a psycho check. Yeah. Murtaugh thinks this guy's talk all talk. He thinks he's, he's trying to get a retirement um, from a psycho pension. Yeah. And so he puts a puts a bullet. Give me the bullet. Loads his gun. Gives about, a gun to Gibson. How about the whole, put it in your mouth. You're like, oh, my God. And it's just building and Murtaugh realizes this guy... This ain't fake. He's not just talking trash. And Gibson, his... I mean, his face. The his, the his breathing, his whole body is sane. Like, screaming out. Just pain, death. Yeah. And um, Murtaugh, dude, I never noticed as a kid. The hammer gets pulled. Murtaugh sticks that little skin between your pointer finger and your thumb. Sticks that in the hammer... So it doesn't hit the bullet. It pinches him. He's like, ah. He goes, he's like, you're not trying for psycho pinching. And then he changes his face. You're like, oh. Because Murtaugh realizes, because he was trying to push the guy to show the guy yeah, was all tall. some cards, yeah. And he didn't realize the guy was, he wasn't bluffing. He, and it's, you see these two He would have blown his head off right there. Right there in that, and, and. <laughs> That Gibson, though, he's breathing. That's why he's like, you're talking to a dead man. You're talking to a dead man. <laughs> Gibson, maybe he's like breathing. He's like, I'm hungry. He's like, I'm hungry. I think I'm going to get something to eat. And just <laughs> and he walks. Changes and then he's, then he's then much like, I mean, I'm not saying I'm on this level of crazy, but much like Gibson, how fast he can go from extremely like irate to totally fine. That's how I am. Like when I get super mad, it's for five minutes. It's crazy. If you to can me. weather the storm, I'm fine. I'll be joking around and everything. You like steal from me. Oh. <laughs> but one thing that made me love Gibson is the scene where you realize he was married. And he's at home and he's drinking. And he's watching cartoons. And he's got the gun out. And you're like, what the hell? The movie just started. Yep. And he's looking at his wife, and he's, he's he wants to he wants to kill himself, and you think he's gonna do it, and he tells his, his picture, wife's picture, you know, maybe some other time. I'm, I'm gonna have to wait a little while before I see you. But he's like, he has a whole like breakdown where he's crying. He's gonna blow his brains out. He's like, insane, dude. What was it? Part two when they talk about the pen? Oh no, part one. No, part, the pen is. Pen is part two? Part two. That was brutal, too. But um, the movie is just filled with this dude can act. Holy crap. That was that seems no, so sad. Pen, yeah, Pen is two. Pen is two. Um, so moving to part two, what do you got, dude? Toilet scene. 
First of all, it's that's the whole movie. As as kids, that was our favorite scene in the world. That's the whole movie. You don't realize how important that scene is too until you get older. No. You just think it's there's a funny. bomb on the toilet. The toilet, fall, toilet, fall, toilet flung out of a house like in a car is funny to a kid. Dude, it, the 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 funniest thing about that is yeah, all the all the stinking people they work with are coming in there, dude. You dude. feel bad for Murtaugh because he's always Poor telling Riggs, don't tell anybody this stuff. And Murtaugh always tells people, he's just always, always. Yeah, Riggs always, he goes, uh, Riggs, don't tell everybody. Like, and then the whole police force is there. And it's, it's all these ambulances and but cop the, cars. The, the reason that part is so amazing, though, is because they have a whole sequence. When uh, Riggs is on the bathtub. And him and Murtaugh are sitting there. And this is after the bomb squad dude says, you got to go too. And he looks at him like, I ain't going nowhere. And he goes, Riggs. And then he, they just, he just looks at him. He's like, all right, take my vest. Take this bomb thing. And they have a whole conversation with a look. And it's, it's so un- amazing, dude. Because it, in, in, in Riggs' mind, he's had since his wife died, he's got nothing. And since he met Murtaugh, He's got a he's got a family now, and he's got a best friend now. He's finally had something in his life. So in in all actuality, he's like, if if we're dying right now, I'm fine with it because if you die and I'm not here, I have nothing. Right. And that's like that's the whole scene. And there, there's true affection between these mm-hmm. men. These men care for one another, and they communicate love, respect. And gratitude without saying anything. Yeah. Just like, I know. Like, it, it's literally just, it all, it all is, I know, is all they give to each other. And it, the, the, the look, though, it's. Holy crap, dude. And the best part is, they survive debris, smoke, and they're laughing their asses off because they're alive, dude. They're alive. It's amazing. It's a great scene. <laughs> Going to part. How about, how about loaded weapon? Hey, what's going on? Nothing. Taking a shit. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny, dude. So, then you cut to part three. And, dude, there's a sequence. Oh! Listen, in part three, the sequence where Murtaugh disengages from all life. Murtaugh shot a kid. A kid from his own neighborhood, a young black kid. And he feels like, I, I betrayed oh, It's his son's boy. He killed his son's friend. And he dropped out of school. He's a gangbanger now. And he's drinking, and, and, and he's not talking to his wife, and Riggs goes to get him off that boat. Remember when he pulls up in front of the house, and he's going to get out? And he, drives, and he just starts beating the steering wheel, and he just leaves. Turns the car back on and drives away again. That's brutal, dude. There's, listen, coming, Riggs could get him, and he is drunk off his boat. Coming from a man of my experience, <laughs> there's no way in hell he's not really drunk. You think? I mean... That's Academy Award performance right there. You got the you got the you got the um the bloodshot and teary eyes. You got the slurring, the way he walks and stumbles. I mean, dude, that's that's legit drunk off your ass. And if there's one thing that that whiskey does, it's you're the most emotional wreck ever. I, I know and everything comes out. It, like it opens the gates. Dude. And you called me and told me you loved me before, dude. I do, I do it all the time, dude. <laughs> dude, that's my way of saying, man. I'm sorry, I'm such a piece of shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but uh, Steakin, stuff comes out in that scene because 
Murtaugh's retiring. Oh, you killed a lot of people. You, you ain't ever killed no little boy. <laughs> and he's like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> dude, because, dude, Briggs has been holding all in. Because Murtaugh retiring means his life is over. Briggs' life is over. He's ending. like, you're not retiring. You, you're retiring us. He goes, he goes, he goes, he goes I got a wife. I got, I, got a, I got a wife and I got beautiful kids and they're yours. He's like, I'm parked in your life. Like, yeah, it, it's brutal. I'm in your house. I'm in your this. I'm in your life. <laughs> I'm like, oh. And they're saying real crap. And then when they get done being yelled. And then he's like, I don't care. Holy crap. But then he, like, when Murtaugh wakes up, he's like, what's going on? Tell me. He goes, no, it's nothing. nothing. And then they shut down immediately. Shut down because you said too much. Um, what's great at the end of that, the end of the, um, the end of that scene. They, when the cops come? They, remember, because he thinks he's up with his daughter. His daughter yeah. punches him. They fall in the water. And the guy comes like, you guys working a case? No, he goes, uh, <laughs> we're cops. We're cops. Blah, blah. And they're like, well, quiet it down or something. Blah, blah. And uh, when they come up, he goes, yeah, we're in the middle of a case of scotch. <laughs> and they're cracking up. And they're both cracking up. And the cops are like, let's get out of here. <laughs> Rolling. That was funny, dude. That was because him and Murtaugh are both laughing their asses off, dude. That scotch. That scene though is so That's good. Some real shit, bro. That, I mean, it's because remember how funny was that when he sticking swings at him and Gibson just by sheer reaction <laughs> hits him in the in the uh, in the side. He's like, "You hit me, Riggs. I can't believe you hit me." <laughs> <laughs> but guys, He's don't like, you think I'm afraid of you? <laughs> guys, don't say the word. No, man. they don't, dude. But, but a look will. That's so real. There's a scene, an end of watch, when they're at the wedding. Yes. And they're drunk as shit. Yes. And Pena's looking at Jake Gyllenhaal. And it's weirdly their way of showing each other how much they love each other. And Pena looks at him and goes, you're a piece of shit. You're a piece of shit, man. And, like, it was weirdly his way of saying... You're married now. You got to stop caring about you when you have a wife now. And Jake Joseph was looking at it. And then remember, Pena tells him, if you hurt her, I'm going to fuck you up. And they're just looking at each other like, it's, it's, dude, men do not know how to, unless you're me and Henry, you don't know how to show, like, like, how to say the real emotion. Like, you don't know how to really do it. Dang, that movie tore me, you and Henry apart. We were sitting there wrecked out of our mind. Wrecked. That was your birthday, remember? Yes, it was. Cause Cause of, on my birthday. Yeah, because then the three of us with the beat-ups afterwards, and me and Henry are boozing it up, and you're just drinking Cokes, and we're just having the best time ever, dude. Trying to forget about the crying we just did at the movie. The last sequence goes back to you, Tony, for part four. The last scene. From- what about three? Three was the, the boat scene. Oh, shit. So what now was what, two? Oh, the toilet. Toilet. So now was part four. Go ahead. Um... My favorite scene from four? Well, the scene in four. The scene. The very end of four, dude, is the scene. The uh, Jet Li scene? No. Froggy. <gasps> That's your scene, bro. Oh, it's not yours? No. What's yours? Mine is <laughs> Froggy fucks me up, son. <laughs> That's brutal. Um, my scene for four is Gibson's realizing he's getting old. He does. And his body's breaking down. He can't whip the bad guy's asses like he used to. But then again, he's fighting stinking ninjas. Yeah. <clears throat> he can't. Um, he's feeling his body giving up on him. So they come across a young, insane ninja 
in the introduction of Jet Li, who was like the new Jackie Chan. Right. And he's just unbelievable. He wanted to be anyway. Yeah, he wished. And then The Foreigner came out. <laughs> That's the best movie I've ever seen it yet. I've not <gasps> seen it yet. Oh, my. Okay, so anyways. So the whole movie's building up to you think it's going to be a Riggs versus Jet Li. But Jet Li whips Riggs' ass twice in this movie already. It's awesome. Beats his ass. And um, it, uh, much like poor Black Panther. <laughs> so the very end. Riggs and Murtaugh, Jet Li's uh, hugging his dying brother, which they just killed. Yes. And they're talking to each other about, they, they, they both want to go after this guy. And they start speaking to each other like reality is setting in. And Murtaugh just it tells him, he's too damn good. He's too good. We're not going to sit out here and die out here. They know this dude is a killer, stone-cold, young killer whose family just died, and now he's even worse. They say, you know, they're like, Riggs is like, you're about to be a grandpa. I'm about to be a dad. You know, like, we, we, it ain't happening. Rig, or, or Murtaugh's telling him, it ain't going down. It ain't going to happen. We'll, we'll catch him with a howitzer or something. You know, they're like, and then um, Riggs says, how the hell? Did he pull that gun apart? One move. He pulled the, he just, how the hell did he do it? And they, and they both, and they're, they're, they had, once again, they had the whole conversation in, in look. And Murtaugh just says, all right, let's go ask him. It's, and they just go down there, and they're like, two dudes going down, and they got each other's backs. And you know what's great? Two men fighting, they can do some damage against one guy. Yes. Cause you can double team them, and they, they do double good. Like they 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 do some double. Yeah, even Murtaugh gets his ass a little bit because he's the big stronger. And uh, man, that fight scene is brutal. But like you said, two guys against the one. He he would have had their asses if the other one wasn't there. Because every time he starts getting the upper hand, the other guy gets his ass. So it was the, it was like like it's it shows you what they can do together. But then it also shows you, like, damn, like, sometimes there's just a bad, bad ass that's way better than you are. And um, there's a lot of lame stuff in that movie, like, will the will you, like, will yourself. Well, you willed it to me, baby. But, but it's all bromance, though, so it's, it's all, all good. bromance, dude. That's my scene. Chris Rock is a little too much Chris Rock in this movie. Yeah, but it's there's some funny stuff. There though. is. There's a couple funny parts. My scene in this movie, like, I was kind of, like, not feeling the okay. movie. Uh, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, what do you call it? Not like the uh, runner-up. What do you call it? Runner-up. Um, honorable mention. Okay. When they get high on the stinking Novocaine at the dentist, <laughs> that's the funniest thing ever. He's like, "I'm sleeping with my wife's two sisters." Oh, Benny, you're hilarious. Um, and then he, what did he say? He said something. Not so, uh, he's like, you're a lucky SOV. And he's like, not so lucky when she find out. <laughs> it's so funny, dude. The, the scene of the movie for me, like I'm watching the whole movie, I'm like, oh, this is okay. You got a preference though. They are so okay. horrible to Joe, Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci's in two, three, and four. And it's like, they don't, he's always around, but they don't like him. They're always mean to him. They're always pranking him. But there's a lot of times when they need him. Right. And there's some affection too. There is, but he Always will do whatever they want. Anything they need, he will do it. Anything you need, Leo gets. Um, 
Stinking at the end of four. He's pretty stinking funny too, man. Riggs, he, he won't marry Renee because he feels he's dishonoring his his. Well, he still ex- got his ring. He's still in yep. his mind, still married. And you, know, that's brutal. Can tell us Martin. He goes, I'm like that. That oh man, makes sense. And she won't push him. And Pesci comes walk into the funeral. And no, no, it's not the funeral. He's just at, at, he's at, the, gravestone. at the gravestone. He's come walk up to the at the at the, the, the gravesite. He comes walking up. He says, let me tell you a story. And so he starts like, what the crap's happening? Even Mel Gibson's like, what? Like, he's like, he's like a frog. He's like, he's a little boy. Me. Yeah, he's like, bear with me. He's going somewhere. Frog named Froggy. He's my only friend in the whole world. Kids were mean to me. He's like, I tell you guys, we're my friends. I didn't have anybody. And Mel Gibson feels bad. He's like, dude, we're horrible to you. <laughs> and he goes, and one day I'm riding my bike. And we'll talk about the prince part. Oh, he said he used to. He's like, I used to kiss Froggy because I thought, you know, because maybe he'd be, she'd become a beautiful princess because I was a boy. Oh, and I'm like, oh this poor God. kid has oh. no friends, dude. Kids, I, mean, I, I was a, I had no, I, I, was, I didn't have friends for a long time. I ain't kissing no frogs though. Hell nah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Tastes like chicken. <laughs> um, sneaking. He goes, one day I run my bike, and Froggy jumped out of my basket. I ran over Froggy. Like, and then you picture him kneeling down next to his dead frog, devastated. His only friend. He goes, you know, I didn't have friends for a long time. I met you and, 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 and Mert to watch out for me, to care of me. He said, you know what? You don't replace Froggy. You're just different. You're not better than Froggy. You're just different. And it's like, oh, my. God. And he gives Rick permission. so real, dude. To move on, it was really sweet. It was insane. a tender moment. Insane. It probably Pesci out of nowhere, a, bro. He had no scene of that. He Pesci never was like. He had the scene of the franchise right there, dude. Just, just, just the scene of the whole movie. Like he mind. summed up his whole relationship with them. And, yep, right at, at his point of view of yes. the, their relationship. And that that got me, dude. Oh my goodness! If it doesn't get you, you have no soul. So lethal weapon, man. Each movie is great action. Every, all four of them have gems in it. Best villain of all four, probably Joshua. I'm. I know it's. Uh, what's his name? It's crazy. Gary guy. Busey, but that's Gary. before the motorcycle accident. Really? Yeah. The motorcycle accident messed his brain up. What are you talking about? You didn't know Gary Busey was in a horrible. I motorcycle had no accident? idea. That's where his brain injury came from. I we had a. I thought he was crazy. You don't listen to Howard Stern, do you? No, I do not. <laughs> Dude, you want to see the saddest thing ever? Watch Celebrity Rehab when Gary Busey's in the house with them. And they have movie night. And they watch the Buddy Holly story. And Busey's, like, they're all, like, clapping for him. And he's just so proud. And he's watching. He's, like, he's, like slow almost. But he's, like, so excited watching his movie. Oh my goodness, dude! It's jeez, dude. <laughs> okay, but Joshua was a badass, bro. Josh, he was the equivalent of Mel Gibson. Yes, he was. They were both special forces. They had the same tattoo, because that's how they they in their prime. They're young. Remember, he's like he was pain. They're like what? Oh, tattoo, tattoo, tattoo. Don't tell him yet. What does he say? Um, don't tell me your name. What was his name? Can't remember. Alfred. Alfred, Alfred the Sabre. Hey, Alfred. <laughs> you can tell Murtaugh's a dad. That whole yes, scene, yes, you can. Now, for our patrons out there, those who give money to the show, keep it going. Thank you so much for giving. We ask 
our patrons to give a dollar a month. We do one episode a month. You give a dollar a month. And there are, when the community gives to the podcast, we unlock new things for the podcast. We unlock T-shirts. And if, if enough is given, I mean, literally, we have like 800 downloads every single episode. If half of you guys give a buck, we start doing two a month that no, fast. <laughs> it's it's written in no, stone. No, it's not. <laughs> Once a month is perfect. Um, we'll do we'll do one podcast a month and one Facebook live a month. Booyah! Bam. So we're saying, if you give, you make the pod keep making podcast better. I just now started feeling like I can breathe, dude. After we, we switched the format, it's is it incredible? It's incredible, and we just had one week off. <laughs> so. Now, our patrons that do give, we'd like to give them a shout-out. And today, we'll give a shout-out to Marty, down south in the southern U.S. Grant? Marty G, baby. Too bad. Talk about one of your best stinking students, man. That kid. Marty he's like G, one of your protégés, bro. A, he's a cool... He's the man, dude. The man. He got, I missed his wedding, This is man. the first... Do you... A dog ass. I, I think you I was, missed Marty's thinking? I, I was having a kid. Boy, I was having a kid, dude. man. What do you want me to do? Baby man. get born? Listen, dude. You gotta go there and catch the kid. We know enough nurses. We even know a doctor. I'm saying if, if I went flu somewhere and the baby was born and I wasn't there, that'd be bad. I forgive you, dude. <laughs> You're <laughs> so stupid. But I, listen, maybe I didn't know about that shit, but I'm just saying, Marty <laughs> Graham, you should have done that wedding, son. <sighs> what are you gonna do? He's the man, dude. He's awesome. I haven't seen that dude in, in forever, but I'll, I'll tell you this. I remember that um, we used to, uh, all the campuses used to do camps together. I remember I was a counselor, and I had all the wild asses. But Marty was there too, and I just just the way I seen him um, take to the the outsider kids and like really invest time and and uh, no matter what he was doing, he always had time for whoever needed him. And I'm just like, damn, that dude, he's he's just he's the real deal, dude. And he's the only dude I knew that's that's spiritual gift was math. What the <laughs> hell? He's a math. He's a math. He's guru. a genius, dude. Straight up, his favorite movie of all time is one of the greats, dude. Finding Nemo. I can't even hate. Can, it, Finding Nemo so badass. I remember the theater to see it. Opening five minutes. I remember crying like a mug. I remember, I'm tearing out. I'm like, stupid cartoon got me because. It, when Pixar gets your ass, dude. Dude, him, his wife, all the eggs, and all of a sudden, when he gets attacked, oh my gosh, it's dude. brutal. Only one egg survived, and the it, you see, there's a tooth mark. That's why he's born with that that, that gimpy fin. <laughs> what? <laughs> this boy Nemo has a small fin. I know that. Um, That's an extra chromosome, dude. <laughs> so, Finding Nemo is a great film. I I kind of feel bad because Finding Dory. It's nowhere near as good Finding Nemo. The sequel to it? I did it? love Dory, though. I, I love Dory as a creature, but the movie... I just love Ellen, dude. I love Ellen. I'm saying I didn't like the sequel story, which is the first Nemo story. was just incredible. Because Nemo, you know, I, I love... I Who's love the dad? Uh, Albert Brooks. Okay. Who, who plays Nemo? I don't know who plays Nemo. Damn, Gina. I thought that was your movie, dude. Um, I love the aquarium crew in Finding Nemo. Willem Dafoe is, remember? Oh, yeah, dude, little, I haven't seen it in so long. Little, little Nemo is in that aquarium in the, in the dentist's office with these other fish. That's right. They that help crew him, they help is him get to awesome. the drain. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. that crew is so, and Dafoe is all cut up, dude. Dafoe, I just love his Dafoe's voice. Dafoe's badass, dude. dude. So Nemo, great film. Marty, great dude. Thanks for supporting the podcast. If you want to support the podcast, get shouted out on air. 
Go to patreon.com slash Red Theater. Give a dollar a month. It's a buck a month, yo. It's a buck, homie. That's a stinking... A buck. I, I know you're driving around, but when you get home, remember, just go to patreon.com slash Red Theater and give a buck to your boys, and, and we really, really appreciate it. Uh, keeps, the, uh, keeps the lights on, yo. Keep the motor running. Straight up. Now, raised us right and raised us wrong. Now, here we go. When we started about to this, get real on this mug. When we started doing this podcast, we said this. I, whenever I tell people about the podcast, I, I use this as, as the example every time. This is the example I give. When we say, when we say raised by movies, we say movies raised us, we're not talking trash, dude. We ain't talking trash. Like, literally, our first moral teacher was not, our, was not a parent or a priest or a community leader. It was film. Film gave us our, what what is a man? What is dating? All our answers for life came from movies. For good, bad, or ugly, we learned to be people watching flicks. So many of my mannerisms, my sayings, come from movies, dude. It's crazy how much of it comes from film still. And none of that is highlighted more than the fact of the matter that I learned to shave watching. Lethal Weapon 3. True story. He's trying to reconnect with this kid. Yeah. He killed the, the, the buddy. He feels shamed. He feels like he did wrong. He regrets it. He's trying to reconnect with his son. And his son's shaving, and he's doing it wrong. And he starts telling him how to shave. And he starts shaving him. First go off. Against the grain. Go down against the grain. Don't go with it. Man. That's some. That's a heavy scene too, dude. Dude, I watched with Angie. And listen, I forgot it was coming. I was just watching the movie, enjoying part three. You forgot. I was waiting for the uh, bungee jump scene when the bike goes off the cl- uh, the the bike goes off the highway. I, I loved that scene as a kid. I love this thinking as messed up as it is. I love that funeral scene. The boys to men playing. That's the saddest scene <sighs> Straight ever. Straight up. Dude. But when that scene starts. And when he starts shaving him, it, I don't know, it got me, dude. It got me. And you know what? I, I have dealt with a lot of my daddy issues. I, I, and the thing about their life, you got to deal with your issues. You can't just let them sit there in the back because they'll eat you up forever. I've come to peace with the fact that this, my life was my life. But seeing Murtaugh shave his boy, I can't imagine that that's like that kind of hands-on approach. I was reading a book, dude. I was reading a comic book. And there's a, there's a superhero. There's, there's a superhero, basically, like Superman guy. And he has to grow pregnant and it never comes back, okay? So that kid goes up, has his own superhero kid. And uh, they find the dad later. So there's a, there's a grandfather, father, and a son. And the son's like eight. They go to the grandfather. They find out he's alive. They go to him. They're like, we need your help to fight these, 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 these heroes, these villains. We got to need your help. And he won't. He's like, what? I, don't, I'm, I stopped fighting crime. I'm not a part of this. I'm not helping you. He's like, Dad, come on. I need your help. He goes, you know, I'm, never, I'm, never, I'm not your dad. I'm nobody. Get out of here. Well, the eight-year-old boy is reading the superhero, the grandfather's like writings on the wall. He's like, Grandfather, I think you're right because the, the kid's a super genius. Like, I think these, these are right. And they're, looking, they're, they're talking. The, the grandson and the, the grandfather are talking. A, you know, 50-year-old man and 8-year-old kid are talking about things because they're both wicked smart. Mm-hmm. What's crazy is the, 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 the son, the, the father, 
So it has no powers. So the grandson has powers, the grandfather, but the son in the middle has no powers. That sucks. And the grandfather's feeling his grandson. Like, you, we can talk. We're both yeah. brilliant. You're he on goes, my level. He goes, man, you're, you're a cool kid. How do you, you get so cool? And the kid looks at him and he goes, my dad didn't abandon me. Dude, I, I, I was reading on the plane, almost came out of my skin. And he just goes, the guy was like, get out. Like oh. he, he, he got him. He just was like, just. Holy <laughs> crap. Dude. He got him, dude. It was cold-blooded. Jeez. Um, but dude, seeing Murtaugh shave his boy and the love and care. The, the best is he grabs his son, getting shaving cream all over himself because he just loves his son. Dude, my boy's I'm going to teach my boy how to shave. I'm going to tell him how to, like, not chafe. I'm, like, things that no, we didn't, no one told us how to do anything. Dude, we had a trial and error our whole life, dude. Dude, I remember. I remember mom tried so hard to teach us And, dude, things. our mom was awesome, but she's not a man. She, yeah, dude. She doesn't know what we're going through. We're getting sticking. Go to puberty, sticking, waking up with sticking. What, this morning? <laughs> <laughs> what, I got a night of missions? What happened to me? I'm just. <laughs> I remember when her hair started showing up. I'm like, damn, what the hell? I remember, okay, so I, I literally, it, 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 this, is, this is a confession right in here, okay. So. Don't at, make me one up your ass. So I was thinking, I didn't know what kind of deodorant to get, you know? And so. A boy, a, my buddy at work, he's like, dude, use uh, this body, this stuff. It smells real good. Girls dig it. <gasps> I forgot about this. And so I was like, okay, because I literally, I just needed someone to tell me this. I didn't was know anything. Struckman? Struckman. Yeah. Told me you swab baby powder um, deodorant. He's like, dude, it smells like nice. I'm like, okay. Like, I, I, like I said, I plan to play it cool, but inside I'm like, someone's telling me how to be cool. Okay. Because no one told me how to do anything. Yeah. Like, I still can't throw we, a football. We, I still we, can't. Okay, I'll tell you something. I'll go, I'll go a step further. Well, okay. So I get this deodorant, okay? Did you put it all over? I put it on my armpits, just like whatever. I used to always wear sleeveless t-shirts at church because I stinking, I, I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool. White ass armpits. Dude, so I'm, I'm sitting. <laughs> oh, I and I'm in, I'm in the, I'm in the church van. Oh, I'm in the church van. I, I'm literally. Did shot burn your ass? This youth pastor. I got no father. I got I got no friends at the church. I, I'm, I'm a new kid, and the pastor's like, he goes, "Hey, Nesto, man, don't lean against those seats, man. Leaving white stains on my seats." And everyone starts laughing. And I remember feeling feeling just this big, dude, feeling so small. At least he didn't give you diarrhea on the bus. That's true. He didn't give me, didn't feed me no uh, stinking um lax to the ex, finest lax girls in the youth group, dude. But uh, <laughs> like, I didn't know how to so. Watching Murtaugh. Oh, you were a sleeveless shirt wearing mom. I'm going to tell him. I'm going to be there with my son to tell him, tell him everything, dude. I'm gonna, you got to the whole way, man. I'm, I'm with him. Like, like, things that are dumb and stupid guys. I'm like, dude, this is, dude, this is what it's like. This is what's going to happen. A bag of sand. Oh, you've never seen 40-year-old version. <laughs> so, dude, when I saw that scene started, I got choked up. Angie never seen that scene, has she? I saw Murtaugh shaving his boy. That's a tough one. Cause I didn't. Like, I had to learn to shave watching a stinking movie. I know, dude. Like I still don't know how to bait a hook. I don't know how to throw a football. Like there's things I never learned. Don't get me started on my first fishing trip, man. I know. You know what's crazy? I heard a story about a famous preacher. I won't say his name. 
and he was out, um, out on his ranch. Went out to talk to some of the guys, and they're uh, doing some work, putting putting fence up, putting that uh, that long, like, it's metal fence, but a metal fence, you just mm-hmm. nail it to the sneaking post, whatever. Hey, you roll it out. Yep. And it's like, hey, hey, help us out with this, help nail this out. He goes, no, no, I'm good, man. I, I gotta go back. I just wanna come say hi. And this wasn't his employee, just guys doing work. It's like, come on, help us out, man. Before you go, we're all just our buddies. Let's do, finish this. And they're like, there's an extra hammer right here. Just grab it. Finally, the guy just goes, dude, dude, I don't know how to use a hammer, man. Because his dad was always gone. And he left because he, he felt that. That's a real thing, dude. Like, not. Daddy shit f***s me up, bro. Man. I'll I tell you what. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I don't want to talk a bunch of trash on anybody that stepped up and tried to, you know, growing up and everything, but we didn't have anybody that wanted anything to do with what we were doing growing up. And when we used to, every Sunday, we used to go to um, our stepdad's parents. Well, I'll tell you what. Our cousin... Gene, he's a year year older than you. Yeah. Growing up, I I would always like try to be cool and stuff, but I would always ask him to play catch with me, to throw the football with me. Um, he would even hold the football so I could kick it. Um, he has no idea what kind of shit he did for me growing up. I could throw a baseball because of him. I could catch a football because of him. Like, and to him, it was just him and his cousin going outside playing and shit. It's the only guy that ever did that shit with me was our cousin Gene. And he ain't even our blood cousin, but we grew up with them. They're, those straight are up. our family, dude. That's straight up. And, um, man, that, that I remember um, learning to pitch, learning to throw and catch with the baseball glove. And that prepped me up for gym class. And I, I was actually, like, became a decent athlete. But, I mean, it, it's like uh, like being kids, you know, growing up, a lot, I mean, it, that was, it was tough as shit not having a dad, man. Having to rely on any little thing you can find from somebody. From anybody. And that, but you, you got to be cool, though. You can ask. You can't be desperate. You can't be yeah. needy because it's freaky. Freak people out. It is freaky. But, I mean, like... I got a lot of really fucked up shit in my like in my habits in my life, just because of not having any kind of direction, learning everything trial and error. It's that's that's why we are here right now doing this podcast. But um, seeing how Henry is with his kids, it's just like, you know, you you see that. And seeing how you are with your kids, uh, knowing that they got a badass dad is awesome because. Not having one, it delays what kind of man you're going to be. I mean, how many dumbass things that I do? <laughs> Still doing. Shit did last night. <laughs> <laughs> Holy This movie's cow. the real deal. This, this franchise is the real deal. Taught me how to shave. This movie did. <clears throat> Which is going into the next. Raise this wrong. Raise this wrong. Okay, man, I didn't even mean to say what I was just saying going into this. Straight up. Listen. Holy crap. I don't know why. But I picked up really early in life that a man ain't a man unless he's crazy. Well, dude, 
how excited were we to drink and swear at family functions? Because that's what we've seen growing up. I couldn't wait to be around the family. Like when we were around Eric and Zach and, and Simon and no one, and we were just swearing and fighting and drinking. Young ass kids drinking because that's what everybody was doing. When you stealing, see, beer, stealing beers out of the coolers, no like one's watching lot, us. Dude, watching the way that um, these guys just swear so freely. Like, there's so much swearing in these movies. They're rated R mainly because of the language. Yes. But to us, that's just how men talk. You're not a man unless you're dropping 10 F-bombs. You cuss, and not only you lose your temper on people, you're giving people fast. You lose it fast. Like, look how they are with Joe Pesci. Slapping him around, screaming at him, going back and forth, double-teaming his ass. Poor Joe Pesci. Man, that froggy story takes you back to everything that's happened. And he's just a, a smaller guy, so they just beat up on him. He's smaller, he's kind of, a, kind of pathetic. Mm-hmm. They just give him crap. Dude, I used to love just letting off the chain and just... Mm-hmm. Just, just saying crazy, dramatic. I'm a dramatic person in nature. Oh my goodness, dude, you're worse than me. And just, 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 just let because that's just, just going full on fury, full on letting that like the red hot heat out. It's, it's just, I always thought that was like part of. I always say a man needs piss and vinegar. I believe that. I believe a man has to have some edge to him. He can't. He can't be domesticated. There's got to be a little bit of fire. I, 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 there's got to be some drive in you. There's got to be some fire. But that's good and bad, but I think it's, you got to just, you want that passion to direct it. Because I'd rather have a, a guy with passion than some dude just start doing nothing. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? A man's got to have some fire. Um, I, I, don't, I don't stand for this. If my kid playing 20 hours video games, every, you know, if he's playing 10 hours video games a day, I'm burning, I'm going to break the system, and I'm going to put a, a hammer in the middle of that video game system because I don't want him to be in that kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He can play, but I mean, he can't live in that, in that TV. Um, but uh, I thought it was more than Pits and Finger. I thought it was like, if you're not insane and broken, you're not a man. And that's not a good thing to have in there. because Well, what, what is one thing that we have in us, to, even to this day, we can't understand when somebody's bullied. We can't understand when somebody's scared of somebody. Even though we grew up afraid all the time, we also got that in our mind early that you have to stick up for yourself. You have, like, me and Henry, we always talk about, like, we have, we have friends that would say, oh, yeah, this guy and this guy who we both knew. This guy, this guy used to pick on me, you know, when I when I was young, and I'm and we look at each other like, what? Those guys picked on you? Like what? I, I just can't comprehend that, because you watching this movie, Riggs is the cool guy. He's beating everybody's ass. He's, uh, he's got the the sly words, comebacks. The uh, all the girls want like want him. So, growing up, not only your language, not only the way that you present yourself, but how many bar fights have I been into, dude? I mean, this told me never turn the other cheek. Never walk away. If there's a conversation, you own it head on. If there's a Joshua, like part one, him and Joshua Challenge are the baddest dudes ever, and they're not going to shy away from each other. If, you, if he is 
like your biggest challenge. It's like the goon. You got to fight the guy to see him. Dude, that, dude, why do you think me and Henry are brothers today? We were the baddest dudes ever, and we wanted to beat the shit out of each other because we didn't know each other. The only thing we knew was everybody knew we were the baddest. So we we were like, dude, now, like when I tell people a story about us meeting, they they don't even believe it because how close we are. The reason we're so close. Is I I remember saying. There's no way Tony's going to your wedding because he hates you. He's not even going to your wedding. He's not even go there. And you were not only at the wedding, you're the best man. How insane is that? I, I couldn't believe it. And you know what Johnny Short told me? He said, you know what? The story of you two is a, could be a biblical lesson. <laughs> like, it's so, just so unbelievable. Like the, 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 the hatred we both had for each other. And I remember Jake Vaught, poor Jake. He was friends with Henry. And, and he would always go to Henry's and Jeff's. But he was also friends with me. And he used to always tell me and Henry when he was with, with everyone he was with, he would say, if you guys just knew each other, you'd be boys. And we would both tell Jake, F you. Yeah, right. Forget that fool. He don't know me. And we would both say that to, to Jake. And like, I remember the first time I said, uh, we, were, we were at a um, singles thing. And I said, hey, man, how you doing, Henry? And he stuck his hand out so fast. I'm doing good, man. And they're like, it was just like we, we were both waiting for the other one to make the move. And as soon as it happened, it was just like boom, boom. It's, it was insane. But that growing up that with that Mel Gibson mentality – it's like, oh, dude, I used screw to, you. I used to punch walls. Mm -hmm. I used to... Dude, I got broken hands from being stupid, dude. Dude, I, I, I've, I've, I've punched, like, wall phones. I punched until they broke into pieces, and I, I had plastic coming out of my hand. And that kind of just the, being raw. Mm -hmm. In the truck, they, they did this. I'm going to kill it. It's like crazy. Just look, let, that lack of control, I, that, that's cool. That's what you got to do. Even... even um, the emotion that they, they there's even they, like two of my favorite scenes, the emotion that comes out of being wasted, I thought was awesome. I wanted to be that guy that was sitting there with like not crying, but had the teary eyes and just like really feeling something. Cause I mean, you're growing up and you just have angst. You don't know why, you know where it's coming from, but you are, you're, desperately searching for somebody to model yourself after. And growing up watching these movies, that was Riggs, dude. That was him. We didn't look at Danny Glover. It's at, weird. At the good dad, the good husband, the you know, the the uh the one that's got his shit together. We looked at the, the crazy one. I, I don't know because he's kind of I, I it's and there is Murtaugh's even got moments where he's a badass. But the movie most of the Biggest moments are given to Riggs. Yeah. Like part one, he's a hero most of the time. Yes. He's running on the street barefoot. He he fights Joshua. He's the he saves Riggs. Mm -hmm. uh, he's the one gets out of the he's like being hung and shocked. Gets yep. out of there, gets to Riggs, unties him. Murtaugh. Murtaugh, sorry, gets to Murtaugh. Riggs is the one in the first and later on they give Murtaugh more, but that first movie, Riggs is the man. And Murtaugh's yeah, kinda like he gets some badass scenes later, though, dude. Yes. Dude, when they fight together and said, Lee, that's pretty awesome. Because you see. That's amazing. 
I love it. It's two on one. They, they, they're, they're cheating like a mug, too. They, they have care. to, dude. Grabbing bricks. They don't even give a rip, dude. You got to. <laughs> you got to be. Even when they start it, Gibson shoves Murtaugh one way and yeah. then goes at Jet Lee <laughs> so that Murtaugh can go behind. Yep. <laughs> dude, that's insane, dude. Holy cow. Yeah, this was uh, more than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> All right. Now we're going to go home, and what are we both going to do tonight? Flint Town. We're gonna start watching the Netflix original Flint Town. Talk about it next month, dude. Oh man! So it... guys, first Sunday in April, we'll be back here with Redham Theater. We're watching next month, brother. I don't know what are we watching next month. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> We're doing the Zach Davis special. The Zach Davis special. Vigo. We're watching Ghostbusters one and two because they both come to Netflix this March. Oh, man. So you watch it for free. Get, get ready for it. And next month, we'll do episodes. I don't like the camera work in part two. We'll get to all that stuff. Okay. So, But the story is incredible. There's one and two. Next stinking month, first Sunday in April, we're back with seeing Ghostbusters 1 and 2. As always, I'm Ernesto. And I'm Antonio. And we'll see you next month at the Red Rum Theater. Oh.